Aloha. Welcome to the We Out Here Hawaii episode. Live from Honolulu. Give it up for the dancing boys. We're in Hawaii. We're dancing, dancing every single day. Welcome to our cruise ship. It's a we out here dancing cruise ship. Couple of guys up to no good. We got pineapples here. We got pineapples there. We got coconuts here. We got coconuts afar. Hawaii. Those are all stereotypes. They're not even indigenous to the state. I've never been to Hawaii. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the We Out Here special Hawaii edition. No, it's not. It's a lie. Welcome to We Out Here MMA, not podcast, <laughs> but show, but now podcast. Successful stream last weekend. Guys, we all decided to wear Hawaiian shirts in honor of nothing, really. I wore this shirt for the episode, <laughs> and then Nick decided to wear his, and Alex decided to wear the chameleon one. Um, this is to manifest that we are able to do a Hawaii episode in the future, which will happen. Mark my and word. it will happen. It will and definitely it will. happen. Have you been? We're to already Hawaii, in Alex? talks. I've actually never been to Hawaii, so I would love to go and have fun with my friends and just be Hawaiian. What does that mean to you to be Hawaiian? Let me see what kind of stereotypes you say. Um, to be able to eat acai. Um, <laughs> okay. And go to yeah. that one shop that uh, has like the shaved ice. Oh, matzo shaved ice. Yeah. Call everybody brother and just be happy all the time. You know? What's that thing that What's that thing that Max's friends say when they play a stream? Yeah, they say so. They like you know when someone would say something like, "Hey, what's up? You want to go over there?" Or like, "Oh, the food's over there." You'd be like, "Okay, cool." They instead they say, "Okay, Raja." Like you know, like Roger, like Roger. Oh, that. Raja, say, bro. Hey, Raja, 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 um yeah. that they use in coconut butter. butter butter yeah yeah uh nick what was the favorite part your favorite part about hawaii the poke all right let's get on to and our the show beaches. <laughs> guys we have we're having an amazing episode today unfortunately we're not in hawaii but we're here in los angeles and we witnessed uh some great stuff this past weekend we watched a guy with veneers win the ufc lightweight championship <laughs> First time ever it's happened in the history of the UFC. We're going to talk about the UFC 262 main card. We're also going to talk some fun news stories. A little bit of Derek Lewis, a little bit of Dana Wine, a little bit of 1FC, and also a little bit of Twitter dongs. Oh, we'll get to that. And then we're also going to do our quick pick picks for the Font versus Garbrandt fight night at the UFC Apex. And shout Garbrandt. out to Cody Garbrandt coming back. And I think some of us here in the room think Rob Font is going to actually win that. I wonder who it is. I wonder who it is. What are you holding? Hey, Alex, show them how you should zoom in, bro. Show them how it's mm-hmm. really fucking done, dog. Yeah, like, see? We're over here talking about post-production. No, no, no. We're, we're a real show that could do it in live action, dude. And yeah, it's taking so, way longer because I thought. What is this bit? I'm so confused. <laughs> Nick. Hey, <laughs> what? Hey, how do you do that? How do you do hey, that? Don't trip. Don't trip. Trade Yo, sequence, bro. Trade wait, no, for real. How do you. Wait, how do you do that? <laughs> I want to do that. Hey, uh, sister. Shout out to all the audio add, listeners. Sister, add this to my. By the way, yeah, for audio listeners, uh, Agnes has his face zoomed up. Don't know how he did that tech. It must be Cardano from the cryptocurrency. I don't know that. Yeah, what's happening right now. Very Anyways, honestly, guys, I, did, I didn't know it followed me like that until I just tried it right now. Look at that shit's kind of cool, Rosh. Ready? <laughs> oh, Dude, the, the barely were so abrupt. <laughs> Wait, how do you. Can, you? can I do that on Zoom? Okay, special okay we have audio listeners. Can you explain to them how we do that? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's through something <laughs> called NVIDIA Broadcast, bro. They just added this new uh, filter. That's why I had to restart my computer because it needed an update. Because this is what I always use to make my background look all blurry. But it also, I think with the update, it made my camera look even more clear. Because I'm kind of looking good. Well, guys, you know that uh, NVIDIA is not a sponsor for the Fight Cap recap, but Kraken Crab is. Kraken Crab, uh, spelled with a K on both le- uh, both words. Oyster Bar in Louisiana-style seafood. We were just there this past weekend. Uh, listener of the show, uh, Abraham, a.k.a. Abe, a.k.a. King Crab Abe. Uh? <laughs> I was trying to – what rhymes with crab? Abe. Abe. Crab. crab. Ab. Slab. Slab. Dab, McNab, Fab, well, guys, Fab. It doesn't Crab. matter because we had the food this past weekend at Crack and Crab, and it was delicious. They basically do a seafood boil, 
uh, there, one of Alex's favorite uh, types of food. Alex, tell us a little bit of what you ate there. So we got there. My boy Abe was like, what y'all want for these appetizers? And we was like, what's good? He brought out like 17 dishes for us. So he, we had sweet potato fries. We had um, we had uh, shrimp tacos that they were that were delicious bomb as hell. So good. Um, he brought out um, what was that corn? It was like corn with cheese and cheese top corn. Of it. Korean cheese, cheese corn. Korean cheese corn. And then delicious. he brought out this. He brought out a pasta that was oh like, the garlic noodle pasta, yeah, bro. Oh that was God. delicious. Then at the top, top that off, he brought out some oysters. My lord. That shit was slapped, bro. Dude, that was, and he finished <laughs> it off with, not only did he bring us oysters, he's like, guys, I'm not done yet. You guys are going to get just our crack and crab special. You're not going to get our combo A. You're not going to get our combo B. You're not going to get our combo C. You're going to get D's nuts, combo D, <laughs> king crab, snow crab, lobster tail. And we got to choose from clam, mussels, crawfish, and baby octopus. Guess what? We got clams. We got crawfish. And <laughs> I think we also got mussels. Oh, shrimp. We got shrimp. Shrimp, shrimp. Uh, guys, it was one of the best things we've had this weekend, probably all our lives in terms of seafood. Uh, Nick, would you take your wife her? And should guys take girls on dates here? Is that the kind of yes. place to take them to? I am going to take my wife and my mother-in-law to this restaurant because they like Cajun food like this. And I think they'll really like it. And it's the small things that matter about restaurants. The service is really good. They give you fucking popcorn before your meal. I thought I was about about to watch Tenet. I was so confused. And they had like a crazy like germ diffuser before you go in there, which was fucking dope. Oh, yeah. You stand in this little bubble. It's crazy. Yeah, it's right here. Crazy, so guys, insane. So, guys, make sure you check out Crack and Crab. Uh, they're a friend of this show. We love them very much. They're in K-Town. So, if you're in Los Angeles, check it out. It's located at 222 Northwestern Avenue, Los Angeles, California, zip code 9004. Let Abe know that we out here sent you there and uh, check out their food. Get your shrimp on. All right, guys, back to our fight recap. No cap. Uh, UFC 262 Ooh. main car. Charles. I said Charles. 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 champion Oliveira versus Michael. He lost, but he's all right, Chandler. Um, guys, what did you think about the whole main event? Uh, or sorry, the main, yeah, the main event of the main card. Nick, we'll start with you because you're holding that little tiny thing. The little flashlight. Uh, it was it was a great fight. It was uh, back and forth, wow. man. It just all shows right. uh, like the way the first round finished. I was like, oh, shit. We're going to see what Charles is made out of. And then he came out and said, fuck you, Michael Chandler. I'm going to, my teeth are, my smile is way better than yours. (laughs) And I'm going to knock you out. And the way he got tagged with that left hook, that was great. That was a great setup. Um, This is what I get for, for trying to pick Michael Chandler. I should have just stuck to my guns and, and not picked Michael Chandler. After all this shit, I was talking about Michael Chandler. I should have just picked Charles Oliveira, but shout but, out to, but, but to Mike I will Chandler. say your, was breakdown, a great fight. your breakdown and your reason for picking Michael, Michael Chandler actually panned out the first round. And a 50-50, right? It was like it was like a I think he just gassed. You think he got gassed? You think he just kind of blew his load a little bit? Yeah, I'm gonna throw that to Alex because Alex, I think when we were doing the live stream this past weekend, Alex uh called out right when the first he round was like, he's, he's like, tired oh. the man's he's like, tired he's kind of he tired and you look at michael chandler he's kind of breathing hard i think he was like what nick was saying he was trying to finish the fight close it out and uh i think that affected him plus the adrenaline because is this his first fight with a crowd or no he had a crowd uh, yeah mm-hmm. he didn't have a yeah. crowd with dan hooker he had a little it was a little crowd remember they were half capacity small at crowd. the epi- yeah small crowd oh so this is it's his big. first time like a real ufc and he had a he had a lot of fans there. Yeah, I mean yeah. when he walked out, they were going. Buck they were chanting USA, no? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alex, and guess what? One the boy. <laughs> Alex, how do you feel about your boy getting his dance on at the end? What does this? Mean? How do you um, feel about this whole situation for Charles? Where does he go? So from? I know. Yeah. So when that round ended, I did say I was like, he looks tired. But also when that round ended before it started, I said. Y'all think Oliveira is worried? Like, he's been here before. This is his 28th fight, right? 20, 29th UFC fight, right? So I was, it was like, oh, he's he's been through adversity before. He's good. Comes out and just hits him with that perfect left hook. It was cool. it was picture perfect. I mean, Chandler looked tired, and you can tell because the yeah. blitz that, the first blitz that he did is what got him caught was a lot more sloppy and a lot more slow than it was in the first round. But I think he was just so excited because he caught him a little bit. Yeah. But even me rewatching it, Oliveira's down there doing this. 
trying to avoid the punches even though he was getting hit and then right. he pulls guard. He was not trying to avoid the punches. He was trying to avoid his teeth, his brand new teeth from breaking. Oh, That's why he had his head yeah. down. It was just like, fuck it. I don't care. He was surviving. Yeah. But he he did the right thing by falling to his back. Yeah. Yeah. He, he pulled guard. He, he, he pulled guard and he was able to weather the storm. Like, yeah, sure, he got hit. But it was also like because he's able to roll with the punches a little bit, control and and be able to stop him from from firing full clip in that position. Hey man, he did the right thing and it served him right. He just survived and he came out and just fucking smashed him in the in the second round, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. What's cr- what? Sorry, what was crazy though is when I when you hear him, they're like, all right, let's see how he let's see the commentators are like, oh, let's see how he is this coming out in the second round, and then Oliveira comes out and just Bored. fucking puts it on him. Yeah, Charles Oliveira's on a nine fight win streak, which makes that's me, pretty which crazy. Makes me scared. Why? I, I told you that's my thing is I always get worried when guys are like past seven fights. You're like, oh, like that's is a he? lot of fights. I'm like that's a lot of fights in a row. You're due for a loss. I mean, Habib literally was 29 fights in a row. You know? Yeah, but his next one he probably would have lost. So you know, whatever. Oh. Against, specifically against Tony, and we'll get to that. Whoa. Uh, no, for bro. real though, Charles. I man, like, see, I think that's what we were talking about earlier when we were like, man, if Charles gets rocked, he has shown in some fights when he does get rocked, it's like. He doesn't give up, but it's just something he loses it. Kind of like what we saw uh, the fight earlier uh, with um, what's his name, uh, Burgos. Kind of he's uh, Oliveira's had some of those moments where it's like, oh, what's going on right yeah. now? He's kind of just like done. Yeah. And I thought we were gonna see that, but bro, this guy has matured. He's on a new level. The veneers uh, jumping out of the veneers, cage yeah. so smoothly. The matrix jump out and getting blood on Dana White's face, dude. No fighter <laughs> has ever done that. This guy is new heights. So uh, shout out to Charles Oliveira. So really quick, around the round table, around the round table. Uh, let's play matchmaker and let's give Charles Oliveira his next fight. Alex, I like the chameleons. Let's start with you. Uh, there's only two options. It's Justin Gaethje as second option. This is my. This is how I would do it. The second option is Justin Gaethje, and the first option is if Dustin beats uh, Connor, if Dustin fights for the title. What if Connor wins? I don't. Uh, Connor, I don't. I just can't. You can't. I'm just trolling you, dude. Relax, okay? He hasn't. He's won a he, last fight he won was Donald Cerrone in like 2019 at welterweight, bro. Like okay okay okay, okay. Shit, hey bro. whoa Fuck. whoa god the mood change mm. just because some people god, don't understand so triggered bro I'm some a, people hey, don't I'm a, get hey it. I'm a chameleon fool I'm wearing a chameleon shirt yeah but you're not Connor twelve point uh Nick <laughs> uh what do you think what's play matchmaker for me you're Sean Shelby you're Dana White it's the Tuesday because you can never ask Dana White what's next for a fighter in the press conference because matchmaking <laughs> is on Tuesdays everybody so think about it today you're at, you're at the UFC headquarters on a Tuesday you're sitting in the boardroom what's next for Charles. I think he has to fight the winner. Uh, everyone's Uh-oh. saying this. Well, what? He's going to have to fight the winner of Connor and Dustin. That's the only way. The winner because or Dust- if only if Dustin wins? No, the winner, bro, because Ooh, it's Alex a win-win trigger. for the UFC. Right? And Connor, if he beats Dustin, he'll be one, two, three. F- he'll be four and two in his last <laughs> six fights. Championship, baby. I think I did the math right, but like, yeah, you, you, you know, he, he lost to Habib. He lost to Dustin. No big deal. If he beats Dustin, all is forgiven. He wins the rubber match and you, and depending on how he beats him, if he defeats Dustin Poirier in an amazing fashion, he's going to get the title shot. If that is going to happen or not is a whole different conversation. And we'll talk about that when we're in Vegas, but for the most part, it's it's gonna be between those two guys. Wow. Would I like to see Justin Gaethje in the mix? Yes, but unfortunately, the UFC is going to be banking on Dustin or Connor. That makes perfect business sense. Um, yeah, that one. I think I agree with you. Like he's gonna probably have to fight one of those guys, and I, I mean, most likely Connor because Connor predicted Mystic Mac is always right. He's gonna be the twelfth champion. And also, let's be honest. If if there's a reason why Oliveira. Has been bringing up Connor's name a lot because he wants to get his payday. He like, give the, give the guys been fighting for twenty years. UFC is not going to give him a pay him that well. Let Connor. Who do you call out? Who do you call out? Connor McGregor. One name. That was it. One. Yeah, name. but that's because Connor was talking. Connor was like, "I'm going to be the twelfth champ." All Oliveira said was like, "Worry about Dustin." And then after that fight, 
come talk to you. But you, you know, in the back of his head, he's like, oh, Connor, please win. I would love a new house. Big bucks I would love to buy a piece of Brazil, basically. You know, he still lives in his favela. Huh? What? Not anymore. Not after this fight. He ain't finna. What, are you after... talking to yourself? What is he saying? <laughs> is he I, I look over to Alex. I was like, I'm a finna young man. Yeah, sometimes I'm uh, from scampy. Sure, scampy. Sounds good. I'm like, is this guy talking to us or is he talking to someone else in that room? He's talking to Abe. Uh, Abe's in the room. Anyway, <laughs> uh, right, guys, uh, really quick, what's next for Michael Chandler? Let's let's help let's help him figure out his way back. And right. Just really quick, because I know you guys hate Michael Chandler for some weird reason. I I would like to see him. But really, fight. Well, well, really quick, really quick. Remember, oh, Nick, sometimes life is going to do you those kind of things. Sometimes you're just going to encounter scars and bruises, but the scars and bruises remind though remind you that you're still here. You've got a smile on your face. You're still moving forward with complete disregard of previous. Failures. Is this from one of your commercials no. or? Is this from an Allstate commercial that didn't air or what? What's going on? It's not Allstate. That's Michael Chandler quote. I like Michael that Chandler. quote though. And then That's he said, um, "Shout out to my boy Ham. Shout out to my boy Ham. That's his son, right? Hap, yeah. not Ham. <laughs> he just made up a name, y'all. Should we edit that or just, should we keep that just, in? No, no, you keep it in. Alex yeah, but, fucking hates Michael Chandler, but he knows the name of his son, bro. His son yeah. is so cute, bro. He's a good guy. So I just don't like. I, he's not gonna make it in the UFC. He might as well just retire. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. Hey, you see, you see, uh, Hap just like watching this episode. He's gonna cry. So that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. No, Andy. Hap is a cool kid. I've seen. The All right, both of you. All right, Hap is sitting in front of you guys right now. Tell him who his dad's gonna fight next. What's his comeback fight? I think his comeback Hi, fight Mr. should Nick. be Paul. Hi, Mister Nick. Hey, hi, Hap. How are you? Is it Me, Hap Gilbert, or is it Ham? It's a kiss. Oh man, it's, it's Ham. All right, Ham. Your name is Ham. Michael Chandler's son is named Hap. I think he should fight low key. I kind of want to see him. Uh, I was going to say Tony Ferguson, but no. Uh, Paul Felder. I want to see him fight Paul Felder. That's what everyone wants to see. What? Alex, what do you or think? Oh, Islam he, he, Mahashev. Mahashev. Oh, get. No, 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 no. Come on. He, that's, that's he's going to be a, Or he's just going to name everybody. Or he's Conor gonna keep do- McGregor. He's going to just keep saying until he gets affirmation for a good pick. You, you stuck with Paul Felder. Alex, give me something the fans can be excited about. That's not a fan favorite. I think. Come on, bro. Come so, because right now he's ranked number four. He's obviously going to go down in the ranks. To five, okay? probably. Yeah. Well, because Tony's going to drop a good amount. Um, I but think. Neil's going to go up. Benil's going to go up. I think RDA. I think Rafael. Or, that's a nice, or, that's a name. Yeah, or, that's good. or, or Benil. Have Benil. I'm, I think after this, Benil still might be ranked un, like higher than Michael Chandler. So have him fight Michael Chandler. You know? Okay. Yeah, I like that. Or as a lot of people like to say, where's Kevin Lee in the mix? Kevin Lee's going to 170. He's, he's you, calling out Mike Perry. If you are, so Benil's number nine, Tony Ferguson's number five. Does that mean he becomes number five now? We don't know how this works. This he all, should. It's all subjective, dude. Come on. I think he should. I think. I don't know. Because Michael Chandler is going to go down, too. So I know, don't know. All right. Well, here That's we go. True. You know who is going down? Marxism. Benel Dariush <laughs> is trying to fight a whole ideology. And yeah. he beat Tony Ferguson. Um, Man, was not expecting My- a full domination like that. I thought it was going to be a little more competitive. But someone just hey. broke. Yeah? I was. I was expecting that. I'm the only person that picked Tony Ferguson because I feel like I need to support him because, you know, he's given us so many great fights. I didn't want him to feel like he's alone. He has someone in his corner. Nick, uh, <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel about that fight? People were booing. I don't know why, but whatever. That was that was a shutout, dude. It was a 7-0 shutout. skunk. Three shutouts like, in a row, huh? Yeah, because, look, Benil, the blueprint is out on Tony, right? Yeah. Who Take exposed, him down, control Who exposed him. it? Justin Gaethje, pretty much. He he did it on the feet, and then Oliveira was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna take him down and see what's up." And he didn't really have an answer. Um, does Tony Ferguson tap? No, he doesn't tap to fucking anything. He's a savage, bro. He's a fucking savage. The fact that he didn't tap to that heel hook is crazy. That was locked in. You I, know, I, I um, believe Benil said he, he talked to Tony after because he heard a pop, and he told and he asked Tony like, "Did?" Your leg okay? And Tony said he was fine, obviously, but his yeah, I think hurt. 
I think Benil said he kind of let it go a little bit because he was like, if I crank this even more, like his shit's gonna be done. Yeah, he's too nice there's, of a guy to break. Yeah, he wouldn't do that. There's damage to either the knee or the ankle, bro. Like, there's for sure. He didn't. He didn't walk. And even after that, that the um the heel hook, he was kind of walking funny, right? Like he was. Dana he was, White said. Dana White said his 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 ankle was swollen up like a baseball. Yeah. His yeah. ankle. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because first mm-hmm. it's the ankle, and then if that pops, then it's the knee. Oh my gosh! Give me a. Chris Weidman leg break instead of that. Alex, <laughs> um, yeah, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to ask you, what do you think is next for Tony's at a retire, retirement party? Or uh, does the guy get one more shot to close his career out at the UFC? I mean, I think if they're going to give Cowboy one more fight, even though he's on a five-fight losing streak, I mean, obviously Tony has a following. But he's I mean, not Cowboy in terms of UFC love, you know? I know, but still, I mean, he, he has so much fan love. So I think they can give him one more. I just think... Uh, he, I think he needs to know that he's not going to be champ. So hopefully, like the shit talk, because he was still talking so much shit before this fight, like <laughs> about everybody. It was it's fun like, though. It was very. Yeah, fun. I know. But when you see this, someone read a stat that they said that Tony Ferguson has landed thirty punches in the last thirty minutes of his fight career. Wow, that's only a, thirty punches. It's kind of a sad statistic. Yeah, how wild this guy I think I think I honestly I think uh people were scared of him not in the sense of they were like scared of him but they were scared of the idea of it being Tony Ferguson right he's the boogeyman and he does all this shit and I think once Justin Gaethje showed like oh if you just sit here and strike with him you he's not that technical I mean he's not that clean of a striker and then Oliveira's like oh look if you just actually go and offensive offensively wrestle him He's not that good at defensive wrestling. So I think, the like Nick was saying, the whole blueprint's there to beat him now. And all these people at the top are just so good. Everybody say hi to Tiff. Hi, Tiff. Hi, Tiff. Tiff can. You guys say hi, babe. Uh, <laughs> who also said hi was Benil to all his call-outs. Obviously, he challenged Marxism, <laughs> which Joe Rogan loves so much because that's all he talks about on the Joe Rogan experience. And then Elon was called out by Benil for not getting his car. And guess what, guys? If you call out Elon on public, like we're about to do right now on this podcast last show, uh, you'll get a response. Uh, Benil basically was saying that he didn't get his Tesla yet, and his wife was waiting for it, and Elon said, yo, boy, you're getting the Tesla. I wouldn't be surprised if also Elon sent a bunch of other like cool stuff to him. Uh, so right Elon now, I bought a Tesla. So wait, 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 wait. So here's our next segment, guys. It's called Calling Out Elon Musk. Alex, what's your <laughs> shout out to Elon Musk? What did he take from you? Go. Elon, listen here, buddy. You took <laughs> everything I worked for, aka all my gas money, because I've been paying for gas for since I was 16, and then all of a sudden you want to come out with a car that doesn't use gas? The hell, that's so disrespectful, so you better give me one of those cars for free, because all the money I spent in gas probably would be the same amount as one of your Teslas, so give me one. Mm-hmm. Nick, what's your mm-hmm. call out to Elon Musk? What did he take from you? He took away Bitcoin, dude. He's over mm. here talking all this shit about Bitcoin. I'm buying some as we speak. So shout out to the dip. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, look, I just purchased some right now. Okay. Ooh, uh, but yeah, dude, uh, you were kind of funny on SNL. I didn't watch any of it, but, you know, I'm sure he was funny. Yeah, I'm with Nick. I'm calling you out, Elon. You kind of <laughs> screwed me up in my investments. I know cryptocurrency is kind of volatile, but I was kind of reckless and got a lot, and now I've lost a lot on Bitcoin. You're screwing up my Ethereum as well. Who cares if it's bad for the environment? I'm the money. All right, guys, that was brought to you by Crack and Crab. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, let's get to our next fight. We'll go quickly with these. Uh, Caitlin Chuk. Jakukian. I think thinking of Nick when I say that name. We can never say her name. All right, guys. AG. Yay or nay? Fake tap. Yay or nay? I you didn't watch it. Cool. Great. Let's talk on each other. Sorry, my bad. My bad. My bad. What's well, kind of <laughs> hard to know because we're not in person and I can't see his body motion of he was going to talk first. Um, but I think I I rewatched it. I don't know if she was tapping, bro. I don't really. I don't think she was. Nick. Slow motion always makes it look way worse. Yeah, like it, it makes it like, oh, see, she's tapping. But I think uh, I think she was fine. Yeah, was I think fine. it's very similar. Like, I agree. I think it's like uh, she's fine. Just like how Chael was fine when he didn't tap to Anderson Silva. Um, anyways, and guess what? She denies as well. So you got to believe her. OK, she's the victim in this situation. Believe all women. A hundred per ascent. Uh, and it like also she likes. 
She does like what she likes. Uh, during the fight on the stream, uh, this was, I don't know who said this. Who brought this up? We were watching the think, fight and someone's like, check out her Twitter. I think it was uh, John, my buddy John, John Rico. Tell us, Nick, about Shout what out John is, Rico. what's the whole I like what I like? What does that pertain to? So apparently, if you look on her Twitter, she has like you I guess you could look that you could look at what people like on Twitter. And if you look at the post they like, apparently on her page, it was a bunch of like pornography. It was what uh, kind of black, pornography? It was black men and black women and you know, you know what they it's say bussing. about black dudes. Bussing and you know what they say about black dudes. Bro. And let me tell you, it spoke volumes on her Twitter feed. The, you know, it's it's almost impressive when you're like, Jesus Christ, dude. I don't know how you walk around mm-hmm. with that thing. But uh, they were, you know, there was a lot of. It was like that Topo Chico sucking. thing that Nick Gill yeah. is holding right now. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like this. Oh, oh my on, God. <laughs> yes. For our listeners, and Gilbert just yes deep throated for the Topo Chico. <laughs> no, nah, man. I was taking and a small me, sip. A small sip, Alex. Jesus. On Caitlin Chikujian's fucking Twitter page, there was a lot of sucking and fucking, bro. And, you know, I seconded it. That was great. It was it was a fun time. Yeah, but that's she, uh, I think she got hacked. Come on, she got hacked. She got hacked. She said she said she she did, uh, she couldn't log in for the past couple weeks, uh, and she's been having trouble ever since. That's great, but she's funny though. How do you not like someone that says I like what I like? Respect Who does her. it. Who uh, like and then that? guys, let's touch on Shane Burgos, Edson Barboza. Ooh, one forty five Barboza. Yo, he had, he threw a lot of really quick kicks, those switch kicks, those wheel kicks. But you know what did it? What well, the punch? The was it a jab or was it a cross? It was a cross? It was, a, it was an overhand. It was overhand over the jab, Ooh, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah. the KO guys, very reminiscent of when fighters, um, you know, don't know what's happening. Uh, Alex, you like you like uh, Barboza moving through the 145 let's just play matchmaker both of us all of us who who does he fight next giga is a good option because mm. giga is a big 145 that's and they're both strikers i think that'll be fun or arnold allen i think that one's tight too i like both of those but at 145 edson barboza is a real fucking player because even the fights that he lost they were very close yeah. yeah, and some he, might even say he didn't lose. Edson so. gets yeah. beat up. I don't know why he gets beat up so much though. Like after every, I think fight, he has the just... problem with he he has a problem with certain wrestlers, man. And his style is so like forward, you know, like he mm-hmm. he's in the pocket, he's swinging, and um, when, I think when he ha- when he fights guys that have the threat of wrestling, it changes the game for him. So it, it might make it look like. You know he he's gonna he's losing that fight, so I think he should fight some straight up strikers. I think that'd be fun, like Giga. Yeah, yeah. you want to know who I think he fights? Maybe. So he just beat he just beat number nine. I think they give him Yair Rodriguez, baby. Let's get it. Isn't Yair supposed to fight someone else? Mm-hmm. No. Who knows Shit. what the fuck is up with Yair? When's the last time he fought? Anyway? Relax, bro. I would say him or even Josh Emmett would be cool. I mean, okay, I would first like of to all, see him what happened to Calvin Josh Cater. Emmett? But Calvin Cater and him, because I, Edson, I think, struggles the most on his boxing. So if he can get past Calvin Cater, I think he might have a good chance of winning the title. Bro, to be give, straight me, up give me that. That's just a fun fight. Yeah. That's just a fun fight. I like that a lot. Um, all right, guys. And then uh, any comments? Anyone feel – so basically, what do you guys prefer? Leg break or popping your bicep <laughs> bone thing? Jacare got his humorous <sighs> bone c- c- crack, and you can hear. You don't even need to watch <laughs> it; just listen to the sound. You know, and, and you can see the, the the arm shift like. But he was chill. Ha- he was chill. Homeboy. Was have chill. you ever? Have you guys ever seen? This is how much of a fucking savage Jacare is. He had a match against, uh, I think, Roger Gracie, who is considered Hodger. The fucking Hodger. My bad. Hey, you're right. You're right. He is the goat of of Heavy straight up jiu jitsu. Heavyweight or just, just jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu in general, just all in general. John Danaher, who's Gordon Ryan's coach, says he's like, "Hey, this guy's a goat." This dude broke Jacare's arm Ow. in a match. He survives, tucks his arm into his gi, oh finishes out the match, and wins. And Hodger has like three losses out of like ninety-five wins, which is very hard in the sport of jiu-jitsu. Bro, so Jacare has let guys break his shit before. And just be cool. I think he would have he would have fought good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's fucking nuts. But he's I, I think uh 
man, it was sad to see uh, Souza go out like that, especially a couple of fights in a row. And he looked pretty good, too. Yeah, I think I speak for all of good. us. I think, uh, Jacques Array, we love you. You're OG. Uh, but I think it might be time to just, you know, talk to the friends, talk to the family, talk to the coaches, and uh, just reconsider uh, moving forward with more fights. Uh, all right, Alec, can you hit me with some... Uh, Welcome to the We Out Here morning news at 9.14 p.m. 9.14. Derek the Beast Lewis says, fuck Nanganu. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which was amazing this was during a press conference in houston where Derek lewis i think got the biggest standing ovation uh when the camera panned him the guy's a superstar over there he had a press conference i believe before the fight um just you know talking about him since he lives in houston uh he basically said he doesn't like Ngana because when he stand next when he stands next to him he looks fat <laughs> that boy needs to eat more Popeyes. That's what he said. <laughs> um, guys, what do you make of this? Is that a real call out? Does this make you more excited for the fight? Or is it just Derek Lewis should do stand up comedy? Alex, you guys have similar <laughs> body types. You go first. Actually, I am a big black man. Um, he, uh, <laughs> is that crazy? Sometimes di- you're a big black man and sometimes <laughs> you're an obese Latina. A Latinx? What do you say? Latinx. Um, yeah, he's a. <laughs> I think he's just being himself. I think that I think it's pretty solidified that that fight's next. So, um, you know, remember at their first weigh-in, Ngannou like tried to whisper him to him, like, I, "You go to sleep tomorrow," and then Derek Lewis pushed the fuck out of him. Yeah, and then Ngannou <laughs> threw four strikes that whole fight. So, I mean, I I'm a huge fan of Derek Lewis. I think that is a very hard fight for him nowadays. How Ngannou's fighting, but. I'm excited for that fight because it's happening. Dana White even just said, he's like, it's happening. So mm, I love it a lot. Uh, Nick, uh, who do you think wins this fight? Also, wait, really? do you think that leading up to Nganu and Derek Lewis fight, if that is the fight, if Jones, whatever happens to Jones, but say that's the fight, do you mm-hmm. see Derek Lewis getting in Nganu's head? Like, do you think he has a lot more fun with this one? Now he's a bigger, way bigger superstar. And he seems like he's talking a lot more too. Yeah. You know what? I don't, I kind of don't think that's really his style, bro. Like, I think the beauty of Derek Lewis is that, like, he's, he's, he's himself, right? We like him for who mm-hmm. he is, but I don't think he's going to be the guy that's like going to play m- mental, you know, warfare games. I feel like, you know, if, if, it, if it's a product of him just talking shit and just being himself, I think, yeah, then, then maybe. But for him, I just feel like, I think he's indifferent to all the guys he fights in the heavyweight division. He said it in his interview. He goes, I think fuck all of them, but you know, it's just because I need to think that way if I'm going to fight them. So I think that's more his mindset going in. And uh, I think he's, he, that's the reason why people like Derek Lewis too. Cause he's very casual. He's very laid back, but he also knocks people into it. Yeah, you know? So it's, it's like a cool contrast of seeing this guy who's really fucking funny and really goofy. doesn't take himself too seriously, but is also, you know, a winner, a beast. Would you say? Black black. Maybe, dare I say a black beast? Ooh. Yeah, we're gonna clip that. I don't know why. It just sounds. Weird. I don't know why you would say that. Why would you dare? Why you would dare yourself and then actually say it is beyond me? But okay, <laughs> as, as Alex would say, I'm just flabbergasted. I am looking off like flabbergasted. As Alex does this with his face, he goes flabbergasted. Mm, uh, Dana White mm-hmm. confirms Stipe gets the winner of Nganu and Lewis. So that's a big statement because uh, we all thought maybe John Jones was next, but Dana White had this to say: If John Jones wants to fight. He can. If he doesn't, doesn't have to. Nobody's going to force Jorge Jones to fight. Um, <laughs> Jorge Jones? Jorge Jones. Guys, uh, I think this is Dana White's probably like political way, like keeping the peace quo of like, but being like passive aggressive, being like, bro, I hold the power. I'm not, you're not negotiating with me. Take the fight or don't take the fight. Uh, do you guys think Jones, uh, is next or do you think Stipe is next? What do you think really, really happens? Alex, we'll go with you first. Just say Stipe. <laughs> Nick, uh, who do you think? And also zoom up on your face. <laughs> I think Stipe. Interesting. I'm going to say because of this comment, a deal gets done with John Jones' new management, and John Jones will be fighting Ngannou and Lewis next. Do you know who's uh, representing him? 
who his new management's going to be. Well, he's going to fight both of them at the same time, Gil? Or what? <laughs> Is that what I said? <laughs> you said he's going to fight uh, Ngannou and, and, and Lewis next. No, run the tape back. <clears throat> John Jones will be fighting Ngannou and Lewis next. Yeah, I did say that. I apologize. <laughs> All right. Who'll uh, fight the winner of Ngannou or Lewis? Because this is going to happen. Let's say Ngannou wins. Which you're gonna, or or even Lewis, Nagano's gonna do an African tour after this fight. 100% doing an African tour with those other two guys, and then, and then uh, if Lewis, he's gonna be like, man, I just I just fought Nagano. I need to take a break. I want to hang out with my wife and kids. It's gonna be like eight months. Then John Jones will be ready. (laughs) Stipe is not fighting next. He also he's got to stop fires. He doesn't have time. Um, Also, you know what's gonna be fucking crazy is that because Gil said it, it's all gonna happen. This exact way, it's gonna literally happen. This exact way, I saw That's this video of, of Nate Diaz talking, and it was about Stipe. What he said, he was like, he's like, yeah, and this guy over here, um, Stipe, like he gets <laughs> fucked over too. He didn't say that, did he? <laughs> yeah, he did. Bro, this guy doesn't watch MMA at all. Stipe, I was like, what the fuck? Give me. Screen hey, this sharing. is my new favorite thing. Stipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. It's there. It's there. All right, guys, and then some quick fights uh, updates from the one FC on the other side of the pond, but not England, oh. Asia. Uh, one FC <laughs> has a new heavyweight champion. Before it was my uncle Tito Brandon Vera was holding it Tito down with Vera. his big ass jiggly body. Um, I don't like the way he looks, honestly, as a heavyweight. Brandon Vera to me is always going to be a two hundred five er because when he fights a heavyweight, it's just I'm just flabbergasted. At his body. Ooh, okay. Um, but guys, this he loses. He's flabbergasted. We have the first Indian-born MMA world champion, and his name is Arjan Bulohar, aka Bulohar. Nadi- Nadim from Barbell. I swear <laughs> to God. And watch Nadim guys finish this out. Boom. Uppercut. And get ready oh, for wow. this. Oh, there you go, Nadim. And oh, look, look at the face. Look at the face. Look at the face. How Nadim. from that angle right is there, that? Nadim. Bro. Nadim. For sure, yeah. shooting Geo in Bart vlogs. That guy, hundred percent. Like that's, that's him. That that was him beating up Bart for saying no to one of his picture ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, uh, Bart. But yeah, guys, that's our news from across there. Also, there was this crazy KO, but we're not going to show. It's too violent. It's too dangerous. Let's get to our quick pick picks with Lift God and Nick the Ear. Guys, we have our fight night at the UFC Apex. Rob Font versus Cody. He's back. Garbrandt. Uh, main event, Garbrandt versus Rob Font. Very excited for this. Garbrandt was having some medical issues for the past couple of months. It seems like he's healthy again. I'm glad he took care of that. I'm ready for him to wreck some havoc. But also, he got a contender. Rob Font, three fights in a row. I think his last fight, he won by KO. This guy's Chris when he strikes. And when I say Chris, I mean looping hooks. So he's going to get knocked out in this fight by Cody Garbrandt. Nick, you seem like you have a problem with what I said. Who do you think wins this fight? Uh, I am very high on Cody Garbrandt just because... You literally said Rob Font last week, just so you know. Didn't say that. Um, Cody Garbrandt, no. Cody Garbrandt, especially after he the way he looked when he fought uh, Rafael Sunsau, man, he fixed everything he needed to fix. He's a lot more patient. He stalks. And I've always felt that his hand speed is incredible. His punching power, incredible. His takedown defense, very good. Hasn't had what, about, what about his chin? Right? Well, when he puts himself in bad situations, yeah, his chin's not going to not going to hold up but i don't think he's going to do that i feel like he'll be able to beat rob font to the punch rob font is a tough motherfucker he's really he's really good he has just he has really good uh, power in his hands as well but i just feel like cody has the edge and this is gonna be a primarily a striking match and i feel Mm -hmm. like uh you know cody cody's He's the former champ for a reason, man. He he beat a lot of really good guys. And I feel like his style, he's making the adjustments to make sure that he's going to be successful in this new era of crazy bantamweights, you know? So my money's on Cody. Wow, I'm pretty sure me and Alex heard you say Rob Font last week. No. You definitely Check the tape, did. bro. Alex okay. was the one that said Rob Font. Oh, Alex Nick, was the one that said Rob that's Font. That's Nick kicking the student way too hard, a.k.a. Your Nick Fabio. Nick Fabio over here. Broke his rib, bro. Um, what do you think, Alex? Give it to me. I know you're a Garbrandt fan. 
Yeah, I mean, Gilbert did say he's going to wreck some havoc. I don't know what that means. I know what wreak some havoc means, but um, yeah, (laughs) Cody Garbrandt is definitely going to wreck some havoc in this fight. I do really. Oh, he's an X. He's an X Men character. I do like Rob Font a lot. Um, I think we all chose him for the Marlin fight too. Remember, I would say we were talking about how good his boxing is. He's training partners with Calvin Cater. Um, I do. Marlin chose fucking Rob Font for that fight too. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna beat me." That's what he was saying. But my whole thing with Cody, I still, I'm a huge Cody fan. Like I said, I have two fighter shirts. Cody Garbrandt's one of them. Stipe is the other, even though the Stipe one was all messed up. Oh, um, thank God you didn't leave the room this time. I know. Hey, can you go grab but, it? Yeah, let me <laughs> just leave um, 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm all taking a dump. But I do get nervous. I know, like, you know, Cody looked good in his last fight, but his t- his chin was chinny in the fights before that. So it does make me nervous when he fights a, a really crisp boxer like this. But I think his hand speed is going to be the biggest factor in this. I think he's way faster than Rob Font. I think he hits harder than Rob Font. And honestly, don't be surprised if he wrestles, you know? So <laughs> I'm just. He's not going to wrestle. He's going to get knocked out. Don't be surprised if he wrestles. All right, enough you know of that. <laughs> All right. We don't have access to that. And it's stupid. It's not fair. It's not hey, fair. Hey, you hey, get to have okay, access okay. to bits that we don't, bro. That's my bad. My bad. Yeah, all I'm saying like, is, oh, said, don't be surprised if he wrestles. <laughs> Guys, Yo, that bit was brought that, Watch the YouTube. Watch Ooh. the YouTube. That bit was brought to you by Cracking Craft. Shout out to Abe. Um, yeah. Guys, our co-mate, <laughs> and I'm going to go with uh, Garbrandt as well. You got, I like I like a comeback no, story. Not, dude. I like a comeback story. I'm no, I will never choose Rob Font, even though Nick did last week, and now he's changing his pick. But I would never <laughs> Bro, go. pull it up, bro. I want to see where I said Rob Font. I want to see this. this is I bullshit. want to see why Rex and Havoc is incorrect English. Anyways, let's go to our comment. <laughs> have, uh, yo, we have six fight win streak. Zhaonan versus um, Carla, former champion of Sparza. Uh, yeah, like I said, Zhaonan is on a six fight win streak. Uh, granted, they all are decisions, but they a lot of those I think were a majority decisions. So she knows how to control a fight. And we also have a Sparza making her comeback as well. Three fight win streak, but two of those. The latest ones were actually split decisions. One of them against, I believe, Angela Hill, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. I think you guys said she won that one, perhaps? I, I thought I thought Angela Hill won that one. Yeah. So um, what do you guys got? We have Asparza and Xiaonan. I'm going to just go with... I'm going to go with uh, Xiaonan. You know, Xiaonan, I, li- I like that six-fight win streak. And then Asparza, man, I don't know. I just feel like she sometimes just can't put it together. In the UFC, even though at the Ultimate Fighter House she figured it out, she just doesn't seem the same. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Don't zoom your camera in. Well, shit. I mean, don't, hey, keep your hands above this. If he does it with his, <laughs> he's gonna be so pissed. <laughs> I do like, I do like Jan. Um, she's really good. I, I do oh, get nervous with Carla just because you know, like, I wouldn't be surprised if she wrestled, but. <laughs> I mean, Jan is pretty good. Uh, so I, I think I'm going to go with Jan. I think I'm just going to go with the younger one, uh, the younger lady. Um, I think Carlos, you know, and her last couple of fights were split decisions. I thought she lost against uh, Angela Hill. I think her one path to victory is wrestling. Stop. And it's just, you know, I don't think she's going to be able to pull it off on this girl. Because, like, even though her wrestling is really good, it's, you know. I think Jan is going to be able to control it with the striking and all that. So I got Jan. All right. We got two for Jaonan. Uh, and man, if you are an audio listener, I apologize for all the, the giggling. Just watch the video and you'll understand why we're laughing. Nick, uh, are we going with the wrestler zoom in face or Jaonan six fight win streak? Here's where you guys are both wrong. Be honest with this, um, okay? Be honest. With Carla this. is going to win this. Split decisions, she- Nick. Split decisions. Yeah, bro. She's she beat Rodriguez, Marina Rodriguez. Split decision. She beat Watterson. That was a split decision. Split decision. She beat Grasso. She beat John DeRoba, who looks, looks like, like Rob the Rob Schneider. Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
she did lose to Tatiana Suarez, but Tatiana Suarez is killer, a, dude. She's a real motherfucker, that lady, in the best way possible. Um, but you know, I think uh, I'm gonna go Carla on this one. I feel like uh, she has a good shot at being able to hold down Jan, Peter Jan, that is, and and just <laughs> and, and to control the fight. All right, we go. We got uh, two against one. We'll see who reigns supreme. Also, I forgot, uh, Alex. You will be win. You will be getting a pineapple in your mail. You won last week's five picks. <laughs> And uh, anyone thinks they got more picks right than Alex, leave them down in the comments, and I will also get you a mini pineapple. Nick, I mean, I literally went five for five, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so did I, though, dude. So did I. So. All right, guys. We have our next fight. Justin Topper versus Jared Vandera. Let's get these picks quick. We have Justin coming off a loss. Uh, I believe Jared Vandera also maybe coming off a loss. Not sure. Um, what do you guys got, yeah, Nick? Yeah. What do you got, Topper or Vandera? I'm going Topper. Because, you know, he looks Hawaiian, even though he's not Hawaiian. So I'm going to go with that. That's the theme of the show. I'm going with Tafa. I want to see him get a W. I'm a fan. I like how he strikes. Um, but I'm going to go Justin Tafa. I don't know much about the other gentleman, but uh, I think he's a newer guy. I think this is one of his first fights in the UFC. So um, what do you got for me, Alex? Yep. I'm definitely going Justin Tafa. He trains with Mark Hunt. I was always a big fan of Mark Hunt. He is a Mark Hunt power and uh don't be surprised if he wrestles so <laughs> he's I'm not just... wrestling this guy is not wrestling though so why'd you say that because you want to click but that button and zoom up on your face <laughs> be surprised is the main thing but i will be surprised uh, yeah. if he wrestles because he was he's not gonna wrestle because he's gonna knock out vander i'm also going justin tafa because we got to keep with the theme also shout out to australia uh, <laughs> mate. guys all right guys Put another uh, shrimp on the barbie Ooh, race game. <laughs> uh, our next fight, we have Felicia Spencer versus Norma. Alex highlighted her name, Dumont, because he's searching her right now, and I can see it in the notes. Oh, was that? That was Nick. Nick searched yeah. Nick. My bad, my bad. Hey, <laughs> hey, everyone, I apologize. Nick is the one that had to Nick, stop highlighting stuff. Okay? I know, I know I who know. she is. Uh, Norma Dumont, I'm going to go. So this fight is also at 145, which I didn't even think there was a featherweight division anymore after Amanda wrecked our good friend, uh, Megan Anderson. (laughs) But, um, yeah, who do you guys got? I'm going to go with uh, Norma Dumont only because I feel like visually that's a girl Alex would like. (laughs) Is that not true, Alex? Look up Norma Dumont. Low I don't know who key. she is. You ain't, you ain't wrong. She's a pretty exactly. girl. She's a pretty exactly. girl. That's your style. Uh, yeah. who, is, who do you go, Spencer or Dumont? Um, I'm going to go Spencer. Dumont, um, she's good. She missed weight in her last fight, I think, by like a lot, if I'm not mistaken. That's at 135, um, but she at 145 now, bro. Yeah. So, but uh, I think, Fel- I mean, Felicia Spencer's good, bro. If, if, if Amanda Nunes isn't there, she, I think she's the champ of the 145. Wow. Her her grappling, she's really strong. She's tough. Um, I think she's just gonna go in there and kind of uh, just use her judo uh, background, take her down, and beat her up on the floor. Gosh, oh, there you go. Like, All right, Nick. I mean, just no, 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 no. If she wrestles, <laughs> like so. God, <laughs> if she <Hey> judos. <laughs> uh, Nick, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna go. I agree with fucking Alex, man. I agree with Alex. Felicia Spencer, even though she, you know. We've seen her lose cyborg and Nunez only. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've seen her lose, but she fights, you know, she has, we know she she fights. She's a fighter. She fights. She beat Megan Anderson, bro. She beat fucking Pam, Helena. She's beating a lot of chicks. She beat uh, Pam. This guy says she beat Pam, (laughs) Pam, bro. She beat Pam Pam from the office. office. Jinx, you owe me a sandwich. Um, Jinx, you owe me a pineapple. Yeah, but uh, I think they, they both have relatively, like, you know, they, they have both haven't had a lot of fights between both of them, but I feel like Felicia has fought the best in the division. So I feel like All right, that, we got it. There. You like Spencer. Jeez. All right, guys. Who you got then? Okay. Fuck, I told you bro. Dumont because Alex would have, likes her visually. I said that already. Jeez. All right, listen, guys. Yes. We have Rileon <laughs> Pavia. Nick, stop highlighting. You just know who these fighters are, but do, <laughs> study the notes, okay? Uh, hey, who have, made the fucking notes, bro? Exactly. What do you What do you do when you make the notes? Not read anything. I just I just want to recap, okay? I can't recap. We have Raulian Pavia versus David Dobrik from the Vlog Squad on YouTube. 
Uh, I'm going to go. I'll say, I'll say this right now. I'm going for David uh, Dovrak. He's from the Czech Republic. Uh, guess what? He's on a 15-fight win streak. This is his first fight in the UFC. Um, I think he's going to be hyped. The guy's a great stand-up fighter. Um, he's on a streak. He's going to care. He wants to make a statement in his first fight. I'm going to go with the guy from uh, Czech Republic, David Dobrik of YouTube. Alex, what do you <laughs> think? I got the same thing. The other guy has been knocked out before I fly away. I think like yeah. two times or three times. And this other guy's a pretty good uh, striker. Yes, so I'm going to, yeah, I think I'm going to go with him. Um, don't be surprised if he wrestles, but I'm just like, <laughs> I think he wins. No, I'm starting to like Alex's copy and paste analysis. Uh, Nick, who do you got? Um, you know, I'm going to go with <laughs> the Undertaker, David Dovrock. He oh, beat God. what's the name? He beat fucking Jordan Espinosa, who's also pretty freaking yeah. from what combate? Pretty beastie. That's the guy that <laughs> no. Tim Elliott was beating up and was like, I heard you beat your wife. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you might wrestle, and then he did <laughs> wrestle him. And, yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh we're all going for Dovrik. Uh yeah, let's make Dovrik our new fighter that we're gonna he's gonna be next champion. Let's just make let's pick one fighter and just cheer them on to a championship. I thought France. it was gonna be Matt Schnell, dude. I thought it was going to be Matt Schnell. I thought he was going to have a good run, but he... he hey, bro, this, not, we this didn't even next give, fight, though. We didn't even give him respect. We didn't even talk about him in the main card. Hey, this no, next fight lit, whatever. though. Jack oh, yeah. the Joker Hermanson finally coming back versus Edmund. Ooh, Derek Brunson, shut your hype train down. Shabazian. Damn, why you got to fucking be mean, bro? I know, because Edmund Shabazian, you know, he's young. Jack Hermanson, a vet. He's up there in the rankings. I want to know who you guys think takes it. Is it the old dog with the jiu-jitsu tricks? Or is it the young guy who maybe learned some new wrestling and won't get taken down and I'll strike Jack? Nick, we'll start with you because your whole face is covered by your mic. So here's what I'll say about it. <laughs> I think on paper, Jack Hermanson wins this fight. but well, It's not on paper. It's in a ring. Wait, actually an octagon so wait they're gonna do it then so they're really gonna fight okay um i'm going edmund shabaznian he's a local wow. boy he's a very sweet boy you it's know i got shabaznian shabaznian um shabazz chechnian barry watch it how, how how am i supposed to say it shabazian shabazian shabaznian no <laughs> no you're Bro, Nick, why edmund come on man <laughs> Finish strong for the folks. I'm going Edmund, okay? Why, I'm going though? Edmund because Why? he's you just talked about on paper. You just, you just said on paper Jack wins, though. Why would you go against the statistics, the empirical evidence? How would you go against paper, <laughs> bro? Because look, dude, I feel like if striking wise, I feel like he can knock out Jack Hermanson, and I think he will. But if it goes All to right. the ground, he's gonna be in trouble. But I'm going Edmund Shabaznian because he's my Glendale guy, Glendale Gary, Edmund Shabaznian. Okay, from Glendale, but okay. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> Alex, give me neighboring cities. Give me the real talk about the paper. Yeah, so I mean, Nick has told me he's met Edmund Shabazian, um, and that he's a nice guy. He met him at Muscle Farm and all that type of stuff. But I just think, like, if Marvin Vittori couldn't knock out Jack Hermanson, exactly. I don't think Edmund is going to be able to. Exactly. Um, he knocked out Brad Tavares. Okay. Yeah, but I have. Well, I'll tell you after the show some stuff about Brad Tavares. Oh shit! <laughs> I wink, but um, I don't know. Jack Hermanson. Ugh, the whole thing that gets me nervous about this fight because I do like Edmund and I do want to pick him, but like the wrestling and the ground. I mean, the ground game was kind of shown, and Jack Hermanson isn't just a wrestler when he gets down there. He is a submission, like you know, he's a submission artist. He tapped he out guy. Uh, what was that? What was the one guy he Kelvin. tapped out? He tapped out Kelvin, but he also tapped out um. I forget his name, but it was another really good black belt. He was he was newer in the UFC. He came over. Um, yeah, he was really good. But I, he fought um, Luke Rockhold and almost beat Luke Rockhold. Remember who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. David Branch. We got it. David Branch. David Branch. David Branch. David Branch. David Branch. Um, but um, so I think actually I'm gonna have to actually choose Jack Romanson. I think he's actually gonna submit Edmund Shabazian. Then Edmund Shabazian is gonna learn. And then he's gonna learn that he needs to wrestle, and then you know. Well, here, I, oh, yeah. Nick, I think Nick is also forgetting a little bit because he says he's on his Glendale hype. 
that Jack Hermanson beat Kelvin Gaslam. He beat Ronaldo Sozo. He beat David Branch. He beat Gerald Mearshart, who everyone was saying was going to take down freaking whatever that guy's name that's not fighting anymore. Can I say something? No. Me and Edmund both got to train with fucking Gordon Ryan. So that's it. That's all I have to say. But what do you have to say about Edmund Tarverian, though? Corner. I think him. he's, you know, he's had some suggestible, you know, not suggestible. He's had some controversial coaching calls, but he's not. So you don't think that plays? A, you don't think that plays a factor into Edmund Javazian? But he's not going to be worse than Joshua Fabia. Joshua Fabia has not uh, had a fighter fight Jack Manson. <laughs> not yet. So that's just wait. true. Big news coming. Just wait. And just wait. Big news coming. And What's should up? we be surprised? I think you should be surprised. Just be a little surprised if, if he, he wrestles. <laughs> terrible timing but still funny terrible timing but still <laughs> funny for the viewers guys those were our actually really quick were there any uh shout outs on the uh, undercard anything that stuck out to you guys or no i always like to give uh, that offer. oh bon- yeah, oh the- ben rothwell versus chris barnett yeah guys yeah, that's a, that's, be on be the lookout guys be on the lookout for chris barnett if you don't know if you do not know who he is just look him up on youtube this guy fights in japan question mark i think he does Japan question mark. Yeah. Asia. Yeah. yeah. This guy's a big black dude that kind of moves quick. He moves pretty quick and he can strike. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on like Chris nice. Barnett? What should we look out for? Fans don't know who he is. What should we look out for? Something flashy, but honestly, I don't I don't think he beats Ben Rothwell. I think Ben I Rothwell think so takes it. Um he's like he's like a flashy fun fighter. I think that's why he's really big in Japan and stuff, because People think he, it's just like why Bob Sapp was so huge out there. You know, it's just like a yeah. a character. Um, wow. But yeah, I, there is one fight, a oh, fighter that I'm excited to see on the prelims aside from that. Yeah, Yancey Marderos, because you play. Uh, yes, yeah. sir. Is he fighting? Yeah, he's fighting. He's fighting uh, Hadzovic, Demir Hadzovic, yeah. which is like, he's not that good. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to be a good fight. Yancey, shout out to my boy Yancey. Oh, then also shout out to this one fighter. I was just looking at the notes earlier. Demir Ismagulov. Uh, he's the first fight on the prelims. And the dude is like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 and 1, and also 19 and 1 in his career. Wow. I want to know who this guy is. He beat Tiago. So that's Oh, good. yeah. Tiago Moise, yeah. Like, so I don't know who that guy damn. is, though, but I want to watch that because that's a crazy record. Oh, shout out to I have one more shout out. Shout out to Josh Kulibao. His nickname is Kuya, Filipino man. You know, wait, who's this guy? Yeah, Josh. His name is Josh Kulibao. He's Kulibao. fighting with oh, yeah, Shal yeah. Elon. I don't even know who that is. Wait, this is, this is a Filipino. Is a Filipino guy. Filipino guy. Yeah, he's from Australia. Wait, how old is he? How old is he? Please be young. He Please be young nice. still. He's, he's a young dude. Twenty six. Oh my god! Didn't I say something about a Filipino champion? I do something. His last fight was a draw. Against Jordan too, who's really good. Yeah. yeah. What Alan Jabain? Alan Jabain? No. no uh, Charles isn't Charles, yeah. Charles Charles Air Jordan. Um yeah, but he the, did get knocked out guy. by uh he did get knocked out by Jalen Turner though, so Damn. Yeah, man. but that's Jalen Turner though. Jalen Turner's a beast. Shout out to Bro. my boy Jalen. I take it I take back about that one guy. I'm cheering for this guy for championships. I think I said in the live stream that if the Filipino fighter won because someone sent us a super chat about that, I would dye my hair blonde. So if a Filipino fighter makes it to a title fight, I will dye my hair blonde for one month. And that looks t- it would wow. look terrible on me. All right, I guys, I so. hope those picks helped you out. Make, like I say every week, those picks will make you win money. So make sure you follow all <laughs> those choices. Follow Alex's. Um, also, just once again, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor of this episode, Kraken Crab, um, link in the description to their website. Make sure you check out their restaurant. Uh, there is dining, but if you're not comfortable dining in, you can also do takeout. Make sure you let them know that we out here, uh, Nick, Alex, and Gilbert sent you guys over there. Uh, support small businesses right now during, you know, the pandemic is still affecting people, so it's hard for them to get people to come in. So if you can, just uh, order some takeout. Uh, also, follow Alex at LiftGod on Twitch and all social media. Follow Nick at Nick the Ear. Um, and also follow us at We Out Here MMA. Uh, occasionally, we'll post some clips of us, some training. We're doing a weight loss challenge with our good friend David So, the Genius Brain Podcast, and YouTube. Do it channel. with us. Do it with us. Do it with us. Do it with We Out Here MMA, not NTE training, which is, Nick is trying to secretly use all this for his training program. And we're not going to allow no. that. We're not going to. No, that. but uh, also, if you guys want 
to do this weight loss challenge with us. Good I am you. going to be giving out a free ebook. I knew that loss made simple. It was, it was supposed to be. It was. It was supposed to be out in the beginning of the month, but it's going to be out in the end of the month. So just in time for summer. Okay. Thank you. So where can people find it? They just hit you up or what? Your website. Follow me on Instagram because I'll be posting updates, and also on my website, nicktheer.com. That's where it will be. Have it. And once again, guys, you can also catch me um, <laughs> laughing and yes, ending everything Bobby and Clyla do on Tiger Belly. And of course, here at the We Out We Out Here MMA podcast last show, I mean, the, you guys have made this really fun. We really do all enjoy doing this uh, every week and, and uh, having you guys engage with us in the comments. We appreciate it very much. Um, Ash Wednesday, guys, get ready for it. It's probably going to happen again this weekend. It's going to be Alex, a big one. Smiley, I don't know why. Uh, uh, zoom in. Hey, Gabriel, um, zoom on Nick face and my face too back and forth because nick has clearly turned on his ps4 in the middle of the show which shows me that this guy does not care sometimes who cares the least about the show his name is nick dunn he's playing a video game always playing video games never cares about the people the fans the ufc